You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? We are ready for Freestyle Friday here at Locked On ACC. Make sure, if you have not yet, they've got a lot of good things going on with the NFL Draft conversation for 2022. You can join Locked On NFL Draft host Trevor Sikama and Benjamin Solak for recaps and analysis of the 2021 NFL Draft and look ahead at next year's future first-round pick. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft po- podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So I've got my man Jersey Drake here to talk a little bit about College World Series very briefly, but we're going to get into some good conversation around the NBA because we've got some former superstars that are very fickle in the moment and we're gonna have that talk today. I think a lot of good stuff going on. Drake, how has your week been? It's been good. It's been good. You know, I'm actually getting ready. To, I'm flying out of here tomorrow because uh, my my graduation was postponed last year okay. to go from law school. So I'm actually flying out to Baltimore uh, around eight-ish tomorrow night. Got the ceremony with the family, celebrate with them on Saturday. And I'm actually nice. very excited to go back down there for, for two days, give myself a crab cake because I know I'm never going to get one as good as I get it up there at my mother's. So. They don't have good seafood in uh, Florida? See, they do have great seafood. The problem okay. is I am spoiled now with the crab cakes. The mm. cra- crab cakes and football is what Maryland does. So Crab cakes are one of my faves, and I definitely okay. feel like people can mess up a crab cake, right? Like, yeah. definitely, if you don't do it right, it can be ruined. Oh, it gets ruined super fast. And, like, I've noticed I remember one back down here, too. I went to a spa for a lottery. I'm not going to put them on a spa because they have, usually have good food. But I had the crab <laughs> cake from there. And I was like, this is sorry. This is just sorry, man. I can't, I can't be going back to this. Now I'm just I'm yeah. ruined forever with that. It's uh, it's kind of sad, but I'm excited to go back up there. So Right. So I took my boyfriend out to this restaurant, and I got crab cakes. It's a steakhouse. But I was like, you know, I'm feeling seafood. And so we got these crab cakes, and they were cool. But I was like, I mean, they were very lumped, you know. But I'm, I guess I'm so used to, like, the fatty crab cake with, like, breading and, like, yeah, all the veggies. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, this is one. too fresh. <laughs> no. I was like, this is probably the good stuff that I, you know, very thick, but give me back to like the real meat and potatoes. Other than that to say, though, we're going to talk about good meat and potatoes when it comes to some ACC sports news. Want to briefly touch on the fact that the ACC has added some sports to its repertoire. Gymnastics will be coming to some major sports. We also have got some good things when it comes to swimming and diving. Okay, period. Or lacrosse. Excuse me. I almost got excited. I say that, you know, I got a thought because I'm telling you. So Clemson gymnastics is going to be added. Clemson mm-hmm. women's lacrosse is going to be added. I, when I was in school, they cut Clemson swimming. And I was like, this is big to do. And that was like my first, I look at like NCAA and, you know, if your team is pretty much an afterthought and we've seen them have to fight for like their track and field team for their I'm men. about to say they yeah. got into a lot of hot water for almost right? cutting the track and the men's track and field team. And so I'm actually, I'm kind of surprised that they're going out of their way now to add gymnastics and women's lacrosse, because I mean, we see maybe, maybe, maybe football is now bringing them that much more money, but they were trying to, I think probably part of the reason they're so successful is like all their money is going towards football right. and at the detriment of a uh, smaller you know, sports like a track and field, like a swimming. Right. And like, that's where you see like other schools aren't, aren't doing that. So I'm kind of like, you know, good k- kudos at Clemson for doing that. But also it's like, 
You should have been doing that the entire time, man. Come on. Period. And so well, for the women's gymnastics, they'll have Carolina, NC State, Pitt, and Clemson, and they'll be sponsored. So Carolina and NC State have always had gymnastics, but now I guess they'll get some love from the conference, which is always nice. And then, of course, lacrosse has become on this main stage. They'll be a sponsor as well. they got Duke, Boston College, Clemson, Card- the Louisville Cardinals, Notre Dame, Pittsburgh, Syracuse, Virginia, and Virginia Tech. So a lot of things happening for women's sports, which is also, you know, we always try to elevate the women's game. But it was funny because I was following like the story on it. And Clemson Gymnastics got a little love from, you know, Miss Goat herself, Simone Biles. She was like, oh, she was like, "Okay, I see y'all. Y'all might need to do y'all need any help. And I was like, can you imagine a goat like Simone Biles being your gymnastics coach? Like, no, I would. That's like me going to see Pedro (laughs) Martinez and like learning how to pitch a baseball because Simone Biles is probably hands down a top five athlete across all sports. It's like right. her, it's like Michael Phelps It's like at the crappy same bolt. Like those are people you think of when you think of greatness at its particular field. It's yeah. those three and Simone Biles. Actually, I don't know if you know, she, she tried that new uh, trick the other day during the mm-hmm. um, uh, world championships. And if she lands that actually at the Olympics, it's a new name for that. It's going to be called the Biles, which to <laughs> me is absolutely insane. I didn't know that you could do that gymnastics. So it just shows how much better she is like at everyone else at what she does. Absolutely. But if you think about it, a lot of the moves are called something from somebody else great who landed it. So it's only fitting that she gets a move for herself. But I love that she has goat on all on of her, her leotard. Guitars. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> sick. You know, like, but I think having her as a coach, I would be like, OK, if I don't get exponentially better after this season, then I just don't. I, maybe this is not a sport for me. It's me <laughs> she can't teach me i feel like it's just not my ministry i need to figure out something else but needless to say there's a lot of good stuff happening there also on the tip from the college world series standpoint you got nc state facing uh stanford and you got virginia going out there in omaha and they're gonna have a great showing i think they're playing tennessee if i'm not mistaken. they are playing tennessee first round yeah there we go and so i only my only omaha story is that i was at olympic trials in omaha and i said that's probably the only thing that's like fun out there my parents got to see coastal carolina win a college world series so that was pretty cool for them but other than that other than college world series there's not a whole lot that i think i would run out to omaha for yeah i mean what do they have out in nebraska corn yeah but i mean corn and the huskers that's it like that i mean that's like you I mean, you literally got nothing really to do there i mean yeah. that's why i see you know people try to dip out of there as fast as possible i mean scott frost did the first time so Okay, maybe that's why they're having issues over there recruiting because they're just like at the end of the day, if all you can give me is football, but it's not even good football. Then I'm and it's cold interested. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> not even interested, bro. When I was in Omaha, though, it was hot as hell, so I don't know. Mm, I, that's a new one on me because, like, yeah, I, I always imagine like that Wisconsin and Minnesota. There's nothing to do out there, <laughs> and it's free for most of the year. It's freezing, and then when it's like January, it's like negative degrees below zero and there's nothing to do. So when we stay in my house all day doing nothing, just trying to stay warm, that sounds like, you know, something we do like in the ice ages. <laughs> right, right. But expectations for NC State and Virginia, I feel like aren't high, incredibly high, but I think it'd be you know very fitting for NC State to have that sort of, not even Cinderella, but underdog story. Virginia has definitely had, you know, the ups and downs. But, you know, we don't normally talk about ACC schools being dominant in baseball. Well, I think ACC, like, actually was probably, in my opinion, they were the deepest team in baseball in the entire year. I think for mm-hmm. SC, yeah, they had Arkansas, who was loaded. Ole Miss did very well. Mississippi State as well. I think Mississippi State is also one of the teams in the bracket as well. But the ACC, in pitching in particular, was dominant. Like, Florida mm-hmm. State, who actually didn't make it that far, but they had four mm-hmm. of the top 100 pitchers on their staff, one being a freshman, 
and two being sophomores. And then with NC State, they started off really slowly, but then picked it up the entire year and they did absolutely phenomenal. I remember they lost to Arkansas 21 to two. They're the first team to actually make the College World Series with a negative run differential and a lot in the Super Regional with a negative 17, which is absolutely insane. Speaking of that, shout out to uh, Jose Torres, my Dominican brother. What's up, my guy? Mi gente, <laughs> with the little plopping up hour. I saw that with you, my guy. But no, yes, I mean, like to me, like they. They've been good all year. It's really weird. Like they started off really slowly, but they picked it up and been consistent. And I know everyone calls them a Cinderella story. Like some people take that offense to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you remember what happened to Cinderella? She, she actually the, ended up she got the man. She got the man. So just because <laughs> the clock strikes midnight doesn't mean that's where the story has to end. I mean, right. and to me, they're they're better than Virginia. Virginia also needed a you know a walk, not a walk off bomb, but they needed a grand slam mm-hmm. to make it to next to the next round. But I definitely see NC State actually making a lot of noise because they don't give up. And you see all their games. They're close one-run games. And in baseball, that's how you know a team is really damn good, like the Dodgers last year and the, and, and the pros. So that's NC State, as much as you know, I like the dog on them because I personally don't care for their program or their school. But I think they're going to do really well. And I wouldn't be surprised if they you know, get a trophy out on top. Yeah, I definitely think they're going to lose the first one only because they like <laughs> they like to sit in the position of, let me see what we're working with here. Like when you get beat 21 to two, you know what you're working with. You're like, that's got to have a come to Jesus meeting. Let's get it right. And they did. Right. But now you're going to mm-hmm. go out play Stanford, who's clearly not going to you know be surprised by the fact that you're used to being down. But they're going to have to play three really quality games in order to beat that Wolfpack team for sure. Yeah. And then baseball, too. Like, I love the question. Has, was that a must win game? This is called World Series. No, it's not the first one. No, because you know why? <laughs> they get to come back and play another game. Right. And it kind of seems like you're right that they enjoy being kind of put back in a corner. The most, mm-hmm. you know, dangerous animal is a wounded animal. That's basically, you know, their mentality the entire time. I mean, they're the wolf pack for a reason. So yeah. I'm actually very excited to see, you know, how they turn up and show it for the ACC. So, yeah, I kind of like college World Series in general, like the whole landscape of getting another try, because I think that's why NCAA basketball is so heartbreaking, because you just know there is no more shot after this. Oh. There's no like, you know, secondary tournament where you get a we got second. We feel better. No, there's nothing. You you win or you don't. And it's done. And I think college World Series like, OK, we lost, but we can regroup and try and come back and get it together. You get one shot, one <laughs> opportunity. This is everything you ever wanted. <laughs> Seize the moment. They're going to capture or let it slip. But no, with basketball, like, it hurts, man. Losing on a buzzer beater is probably one of the – well, winning on one is probably one of the best moves in the world. Yeah. But if your team loses that, you got the surrender Cobras out in full force just staring there. Like, I've never felt so bad for kids yeah. except for the Butler team that went there and it happened to them. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. I imagine just gut-wrenching. But you're right. Like, that's the beauty of baseball. We get to come back the next day. Yeah. And also, yeah. if you ever notice, like, they don't have their best pitcher play game one. Yeah, because I'd rather have them for game two, either to close it out or make sure we don't get eliminated. So I'm yeah. gonna be very interested to who they put on Saturday. So and I was t- talking to Tyler Aki about you know softball versus baseball in general, and I truly say though, still so- softball might be more enjoyable only because we don't have to be there all damn day. I okay, enjoy so, yeah. <laughs> I enjoy not being there all damn day, and like oh, especially when you're like outside, you're watching it, you're like, okay, I'm sunburned. You know, like my skin is starting, <laughs> heat rash is starting to bubble up. Like, let's let's get it done. But if you enjoy the game, if you like slower games and all that good stuff, that's cool. But you know, I love softball because it's like I love the way the girls had gotten tense. Like, I think the energy was just really lit. So I'm excited to see how it all pans out for the College World Series. But before we talk about some more conversations that are going to get spicy here in a bit, Ooh, okay. uh, I want to remind you guys that you got to try a Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. If you're on a fitness journey. 
journey you're trying to get right for the summer. Summer's here, but there's never a better time to get nice intoned built bar has 18 amazing flavors that are hundred percent covered in chocolate. It's even more delicious because if you're a health conscious person like me, you'll enjoy built bar. It's low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for the keto diet. Go to buildbar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. So I'm talking to Jersey Drake here on Freestyle Friday, and we have some good conversations to talk to you guys about. Man, I love when we get to talk about the alumni, more importantly, people who attended and not necessarily graduated, but still are a part of an ACC brand. Got a lot of spicy conversations. I know Drake tuned into the Hawks and the Sixers game. We got Danny Green, who has gone through some things, trying to hold it down, but not so much really. Ben Simmons and, you know, Joel Embiid, who didn't necessarily go to ACC school, but when you look on the other side with John Collins from Wake For- former um, Wake Forest Demon Deacon and Trey Young, wow, like what a comeback winning game five of their series. And I just feel like the Hawks are trying to do something different. Yeah, the who like I don't know how Nate their head coach is Nate McMillan, right? The former yeah. Indiana Pacers. Right coach. The back. I, yeah. I don't know how the hell he got fired from Indiana the first time. <laughs> I mean the fact of the matter is this man came in, in the middle of the season to a Hawks team that was quite frankly, they were playing terrible. Yeah. Trey young was like trying to do everything by himself. And he, you can tell he was pressing, you know, John Collins didn't take that next step. And then ever since then, they've probably been one of the higher teams in the NBA. John Collins right now, I think last night was absolutely absurd out of his mind. I think he had 19 points, 11, 11 boards. Yeah. Kid's a stud. Trey young absolutely snatched the soul out of the entire state of Philadelphia last night. And I don't know whether it's more of an indictment of like how good um, the Hawks are or how much, how overrated either Ben Simmons is or how overrated Doc Rivers is. Because for Doc Rivers, he's had nine Hall of Famers is one ring. So I don't know. I don't know what to do with that. What do you think about that? You know, I think that, first of all, Chris Paul situation is, I'll always say the Chris Paul and Lob City was an interesting one. Doc Rivers, for whatever reason, couldn't figure it out. But I think, like, maturity level, Blake Griffin wasn't there. I think being in L.A., it just, you know, it didn't gel well. DeAndre Jordan, all of them. Like, there's many, many factors that Doc probably, like, stopped a lot of fires. He gives me Mike Tomlin energy where he probably put out a lot, the more we'll ever, you know, freaking know. But I can definitely see that. I can definitely see that. When it comes to the Celtics... I feel like Kevin Garnett was like on his last ride. Rajon Rondo, of course, is like ebb and flow. And Paul Pierce is very highly overrated, in my opinion. I oh, thank like- you. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, whatever, ever since that man, and man has talked nonstop smack about my heat and doing Wade. Yeah. No, no, no. I am always here for some Paul Pierce slander. He's not yeah. the truth. He's a lie. He's the lie. So. <laughs> But Doc Rivers, no, he he is the man that clearly knows where the bodies are buried. I do think as a coach, he is a safe African-American male coach pick. Like we know at least he's done it before and he's won before and he's not going to stir the pot too much. Right. Like he'll speak out on things, but not to the point where it's like speaking super ill on or management and you know, all of those kind of things. So I think that's why he gets so many opportunities. Does he deliver? No. But does he get those opportunities? Absolutely. No, I can agree with that. And I also kind of show a testament to like, I don't know how, how few like options there are for African American coaches. Like that you know, actually there are, are heard up in these talks, which, you know, is kind of astonishing. That's it, it's sad. I mean, my personal opinion with that, Yeah. but then I'll oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, that's why people, the fact that they're even saying Nate McMillan is not even a shoe. And I'm like, are you guys smoking the highest of dope or what? Because <laughs> what more does he need to prove? I mean, the fact that Indiana let him go, I mean, he lost to like 
it was after the Frank Vogel days where they were playing, they steamrolled into the heat every year, but he only never had a bad year. And then just, I don't know why I was cast aside. Like, what are your expectations for these coaches? I don't understand it at all. How do you let him go and then fire your person you replace him with? Because he got let go. Oh, I, I'm going to quote something that my co-host Max always quotes from another pot, from another TV show host. General managers for professional sports teams make a hard job look impossible because yeah. GMs, they, I understand you always, you know, want to be, if you're going to win, you want to win with your guy. If you want to get fired, you want to be fired, you know, with your own guy. But the fact of the matter is that typically speaking, they don't make the best decisions, you know, for the program or themselves either. Yeah. That's yeah. why, that's why there's such a high turnover uh, with that thing. And then with doc, I mean, doc to me just last night, kind of like, you, you, like I heard him through the TV screaming and mm-hmm. I, I'm, if I was him, I'm like, dude, just pull Ben Simmons. The man is two of 14, two of 16 from the line. The man is all NBA defense, but the man cannot shoot a free throw for anything. I think he maybe took a, the last three I think he took was probably in pickup, maybe when he was seven or eight years old. <laughs> I mean, the man has his, his jumper is broken. I'm just going to say. It. Right. Well, look, if you're depending on Shake Milton to be like the Shake Milton when they dominated in those yeah. games, right? Not nah, he's not consistent enough for that. Danny Green, you know, hasn't been the Danny Green of old. And he you know, obviously is going through his, you know, injuries. And what no, Danny Green is old now. And then you have, you know, Ben Simmons who can't shoot to save his life. And like we too much evidence that tells us that. And I know coaches are all about like you don't want to ruin a man's confidence. You don't want to shake blah blah blah. Don't bruise his e- I think it's like at this point you're just like trying to save egos, trying to save face. Like if he's not giving you what you need, the fact that Joel Embiid and who was the other guy that o- were the only two that scored? Seth Curry had like 38 yes, points. There it is. Seth Curry. The, Talk about the, dude. There the you go. Great val- okay, sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. Actually, Seth Curry has actually became a very solid player, but Joel Embiid on yeah. a knee that is torn is giving. He was he finished the first quarter eight for eight from the field and over 30 points. What more do you want from this man? If I am Joel Embiid, I go straight up to Doc, like, Doc, what, what WTF? Like, what? What, what, no, what do you, you want? No, you don't go up to Doc. You go up to management and say, not only are you going to give me the Supermax, so you're going to give me the, every single dollar I asked for and then some. Like, I want to have a statue by the time this is all done. Because I, I, I did my process. Like, I've done everything I can do. It's, it's time to part ways with Ben, right? Seth Curry can't be your main guy because, again, he's good but he has moments. Like he definitely has flashes in every playoff series. I feel like he's been in where he delivers. Right. But he's, mm-hmm. he's still not the guy who can find a happy home. Maybe this will be it, but who knows? But he also has that tie. He's married to doc river's daughter. Yeah, he is. Yep. So all that true. family connection. So I feel like but at least know. he plays well though. It's not <laughs> right. like, you know, right. Paul, it's not like, a what's his, uh, Paul George who yeah. was married, who was dating her. And then, you know, was like, this became a shadow of himself. I don't know what playoff P is. I don't think the P stands for performance. Maybe it's his <laughs> performance in the playoffs, but that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I, I can't even begin, but I, again, I think that the Hawks, I think John Collins and Trey Young and Clint Capella have this energy. That's just different. I think it's a new age. It's a new vibe that, we're rolling with and I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it not being the same, the Lakers AD and all of them. I'm so glad that we just get fresh air. But then you also talk about the Suns and you know Chris Paul and how he's really kind of helped the uh, uh, Suns come in and truly dominate. But his whole COVID situation that I'm like that's Amber. I'm like clearly your 30 for 30 is going to be about almost doesn't count, right? Like like, that's good. It's what if, like, you know, what if I told you, what if I told you, Chris Paul, you know, actually did go to the Lakers when he got traded back in 2005. What if I told you that he didn't catch COVID, you know, at an opportunity, even though he is fully vaccinated per Jalen Rose, 
It's just he's probably one of the most unluckiest people I think I've ever seen play professional sports. And it yeah. sucks because he's probably I mean, I will say he's the best point guard I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Some people will all some people are crowning him the best point guard to play the game. Yeah. But no, it just but sucks, yeah. man, to watch see for that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's not, but it was just to me, like that's I think I just it's just it sucks for him. It's just it's yeah. really, really damn depressing. And he's he, like you're right. He is he has helped that entire Suns team mature with DeAndre Aiden. And with Devin Booker, who Devin Booker is now, I think, make an argument for a top 10 player of the NBA. And like, I love watching that dude play. Absolutely. And it just, if he doesn't play the re- for the Western Conference Finals, I'm going to be, that's depressing, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Shout out to my guy, Cam Johnson, holding it down with the trade ball for Carolina, you know, former Tar Heel there with the Suns currently. Go. And, you know, I, look, I think that ultimately I'm just excited for two teams that we, of course, we weren't truly feeling like we we're going to make it. And like, there wasn't going to be a Lakers repeat. I'm just, honestly, I'm just happy for that. I think LeBron just can sit down from somewhere. I'm glad we don't have to have LeBron highlights and goat debates and you know, all like, like, can we just talk about other things, right? No, I mean, like, I can feel, I mean, I'm a LeBron guy, but I think if you notice too, all the teams that went super deep into the bubble, yeah, are out. Yeah. And that to me, 100%. I know LeBron is saying it now, like, he, he did kind of mention it's like, let's just delay the start because we're going to get hurt. Also, the man is like, like, like the video from, um, I think Supreme World, the YouTube character, he's like, he's 36. It can go right from playing and then a month and a month and a half later play again. So like typically speaking, like part of that is definitely with injury concerns. So, so my only caveat to that is the fact that women WNBA players have to do that every single year. That's their life. They have to go play overseas to compensate or, you know, make up for compensation. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm like, listen, I get it, but Again, we talk about NBA PA being one of the strongest out there. Clearly, you didn't speak up well enough. And clearly, we all know that cash is king. And you're going to find out real quick, as much as you're a LeBron James of the world, you only hold so much weight and power. If you're clearly trying to, like, call out Adam Silver without calling out Adam Silver, like, let's just oh, say what it is. <laughs> and also with that, I LeBron, I mean, he's active when it comes to all that stuff like that. But yeah. he's not super active with the NBA, NBA PA. He's not. In yeah. that, and, like, you're, you're typically for, like, most of the stuff, like, this is what I want to do. A lot of players in the professional sports realm, their top tier players aren't on the board for the PA stuff. Yeah. And a lot of the times you'll see when they do come to the bargaining table, there's a lot more concessions on the player association side for the teams. And that's starting to shift now. Now it's starting to be more even keel. But you need star players like LeBron to go actually to the table with them. Because I think while Chris Paul was, I think, part was one of the heads for the NBA NBA PA for a player Mm -hmm. representative you need more people like a LeBron James to go there or Dwayne Wade when he was there. You need like AD to go back. You need Kawhi Leonard, but they're not doing that right now, which is something that, you know, I think they should also do as well. Yeah, but see, Kyrie Irving is like the vice president, so you should already know them conversations went left. <laughs> you should already know them conversations was just talking about the moon. Like, he probably was on topic for like five minutes and then started talking about shit chakras. Like, who the hell knows, really? Like, I would actually love to just sit down with Kyrie just for an <laughs> afternoon. It's like, I was like, it's like, so how do you do Kyrie? Like, how, like, what's a day in the life of Kyrie Irving? Right, right. That would be a, that would be a great content series for 100%. sure. 100%. But speaking of Duke players, there is is an alum, alumnus that I do want to touch on because he is also feeling a ways about his team. And so I want to get Drake's thoughts. But first, rockauto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to more. Rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your car or vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professional and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right 
locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliable low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Also, the fact that baseball is in full swing, College World Series is right around the corner. Make sure you get in on the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports action, and that's through Bet Online. You can hit up betonline.ag, get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and more. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game. Bet Online, your online sports book experts so we could not talk about the duke brotherhood without mentioning the latest brother who is not feeling his current nba team the pelicans him and his family who his family has a lot to say about a lot of things but zion williamson is not happy right now they just let my guy Van Gundy go, and now they're trying to figure out what's what. And I feel like we need to Wait, talk he's, about. He's your guy, Zion. Yeah. Oh no, no I messed up. Oh, Van Gundy. Van Gundy. Oh, Van Gundy. Yeah, because I feel like he 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 gets it. I think okay. from a like outside of basketball perspective, he gets it. And like I, I appreciate people who are just very candid about calling out the BS, right? Especially okay. when it comes to like social justice. When it comes to coaching, I don't know nothing from nothing. I can't. I barely know my exes, and I'm like, oh, he scored a bucket. He scored a bucket. Like that's where I'm at with basketball. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like football, you know, I'm in there. I could I could tell you what a certain read is, but basketball, I'm like, cool. Are they having fun? Okay, got a little chippy. Like that's. That's where I'm very, very, you know, surface level with that thing. I'm having a good time. Grab a beer. Like, cool. Right. So, anywho, talking about the, the organization, I had some time, you know, work for the Pelicans and can say I was there when Mr. Benson was alive. So a lot different now. I don't really know how Miss Benson is running things. I don't think she has her hands in the weeds of it, but I can tell you that the Pelicans is not a priority the way we all know the city of New Orleans is all about the Saints. So, like, the Pelicans are cool. We love Zion, but clearly we don't know, love Zion enough to get him the right pieces because he has not been able to have a winning season yet from being with the Pelicans. I want to know your thoughts, you know, initially hearing things come out. We've also heard things about Luka Doncic and, like, these younger players being more – speaking up more than we're normally used to hearing, especially with these young guys who are just getting into the league. I mean, they should. I mean, yeah. I'm very, I mean, yeah, I mean, they should, in my personal opinion. I'm very pro player. I mean, it's not, I don't hide from that whatsoever. I think basically that's their branch, their careers, their livelihood. I mean, yeah. if you don't like the situation that you're in, it's a lot easier for, you know, me or you, you know, if we want to leave our jobs, leave our careers, you know, we can just pack up and go. However, there's a certain stigma behind it when you work for an organization, when you get drafted, you have the rights and you kind of have a limitation for where you want to go, where you get traded, you want, you know, released or anything like that. It's very difficult to go. And to me, with Zion, it, it's no secret he didn't want to go there when he first mm-hmm. got drafted from there. I'm, I mean, I remember specifically he wanted to go to New York. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know why, but hey, listen, if you want to go to play MSG in front of, you know, they make the playoffs once every five, six years, maybe <laughs> that was Spike League, go right ahead. Yeah. But actually, it's in his role, well, it's right with him to do that. Um, And with his family stuff, I mean, I know his family's like, they have a lot to say, you know, when it comes to, you know, his handling. I know like all the Duke stuff that came out and then later on, allegedly, all the Nike stuff, allegedly, that came out as well. But I mean, I think these players should speak up more. They really should. Luka Doncic, I mean, he's up for Supermax soon. So mm-hmm. I think part of it to me is like he definitely is voicing his concerns with that. Like, are, are the Mavs, you know, my team? But also, like, from a devil's advocate point of view, this is definitely, you know, what your agent, you know, puts out there a little bit. You know, hey, like, mm-hmm. guys, you know, come pick me up. I'm available. Or it also might it might push Mark Cuban, you know, to like, hey, like, maybe we need to lock him up 
now and get the Supermax, you know, done with. Absolutely. And I, I'm very interested to see how they play the offseason and the coaching opportunities for the Pelicans. I, I don't know if I would love, listen, me personally, I would love Teresa Witherspoon to be the next coach. I hope her and Zion have this relationship, but I know that if, you know, they were to pick her, all the headlines would be about like, oh, they see, they don't care. They're picking a woman, like, blah, blah, blah. you know what I mean? It'll just be such instant negative connotations towards that. Which is bullshit, but right. you know, continue. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like Becky Hammonds, if she doesn't get a job after these seven opportunities have become available, then what are we really talking about here? Yeah, I we're, mean, speak, we're yelling into the void, you know, so I think that's one thing. But, uh, you know, you mentioned real quick and I wanted to jump back talking about players and pro player advocacy. Did you see Jason Tatum speaking of, you know, Duke guys, right? Not able to capitalize on thirty two million dollars because he didn't make an all NBA team. Basically, what you're telling me right now is that he actually did not get his he didn't get his incentive because yes. he didn't qualify for that for voting. Yes. Uh. <laughs> All right. So with that, that's amazing. And I know you're a lawyer, man. And so like, you're all big about like the X's and O's and numbers when it comes to that kind of stuff. So I wanted to get your thoughts. I mean, I love playing conspiracy theory though. Sometimes when it comes to certain things, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like, you know, alleged, like, you know, some's, Hey, listen, you know, the contract stuff is up like that. Mm-hmm. Cause I've seen it with, you know, baseball players where like teams will not let them, you know, pitch an extra start to get to their games, kind of get their incentive. Mm-hmm. But with all NBA, I don't know how that voting is done. So is it, it's done by the writers, right? Or is it done by the league? So it's, it's, a, it's a bunch of people. So it's writers. It's like, you know, certain people who cover people in the mm-hmm. media, different, all these aspects. And I think that, I don't know if it's coaches or, but it's some sort of people within the NBA, but he's positioned as a forward and a guard. And so I guess he won a certain amount of votes and out, in out, let me try again. He beat, um, I think it was Kyrie Irving in okay. a certain position, but because that was not the position that was going to afford him like the set amount of money, then it just kind of all messed up. But I'll say all that to say the idea that if I don't get voted for three teams, three opportunities, and I'm dropping 50, 50 pieces like off rip, yeah, you're going to have to see me. And I yeah. put the team on my back. <laughs> I put the team on my back. I'd be Jaylen so Brown so, down. Yeah, no. Nah, I'd be I'd see. be so damn salty. But also, I'm gonna look at his agent and be like, hey, like I know that all NBA is very difficult to get because stuff like yeah. this specifically happens. Maybe also with your next contracts, yeah, gear it towards something that you know is not only attainable, but it's gonna be very hard for you know these conspiracy things to come out of those as well. So yeah. I think I put blame on the both parts. But also, it's like. The man's gross, man. Just pay the, just just vote for the man. The man actually deserves that. I, I haven't even looked at the, who, who else won in, in front of him, but I couldn't. I can't think of the top of my head five people that deserve more than him. I mean, they had like a Bradley Beal, like no Tino Shea. Like Bradley's cool. He had a strong, solid year, right? But they also had, you know, no offense, they had LeBron James up there, which I think they're putting him up there because at thirty six, he's doing what a lot of people can't do. Would never do at thirty six. If he didn't get hurt, I would be fine with that. Right. He missed time, like a decent amount of time. And right. to me, that kind of should not not preclude you, but should be more difficult to get up there. So Yeah, yeah. And they had uh, Paul George up there, which it was like, ooh, nah. Okay, okay, okay. Now, okay, no, 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 no. That, okay, that's the beat. Why is Paul? No, no, no. You know what? 
I, see, I, I've not, I have not been a big fan of Paul Dorsey's Indiana days. The Heat, the Heat and the Pages have this weird rivalry. I can't stand them. They can't stand yeah. us. But like, yeah, with Paul George, no, that's come on, bro. <laughs> Playoff P, Playoff P's getting your money instead, man. Come on, that's, I'll be pissed off too. <laughs> Hello, right? Somebody, man, it's just so much going on. But listen, at the end of the day, we've got good finals coming up. I think Western Conference Final, Eastern Conference Final, we'll have some ACC guys in there, so it gives us opportunities to talk about them and highlight some good plays, which I'm excited about. We got some College World Series conversations to talk about through the weekend. As we mentioned, Stanford and NC State are playing. Also got Tennessee versus Virginia, so good stuff going there. Jersey Drake will be there with FSU content on his podcast. He's going to remind you right now of where you guys can go and follow. I am. And actually, speaking of that, too, we actually have an interview dropping tomorrow with sports lawyer professor, uh, Professor Dan Lust, talk about all the NIL stuff and actually paying athletes down the line. So if you guys want a little more in, you know, info on that, nice. check us out on Locked On Seminoles on it, wherever you get your podcast from. Follow us on Locked On Knowles or at Knowles Anonymous, which is what we call our, you know, the three of us, myself, my co-host, Max and Dave. And follow me on Twitter at Tally underscore underscore Drake. Um, basically, I'm there for bad memes, a lot of gifts. If you just want to <laughs> hang out, ask me dumb questions, I'm more than happy to answer them. So that's Liddy. I think that's an awesome opportunity because a lot of people feel like they know what it's about, but they don't really know, right? Oh We're yeah, no, learning. that's the first question. It's like, so can you explain what sports law is to people? It's like, yeah. well, it's not all contracts because it's not. It's, <laughs> a lot. It's, it's it's very in depth, but I, it was really nice to have someone to explain it. You know, very yeah. easy to, even for me to understand. Because trust me, I'm not the brass guy out there either. So yeah, and it's, I think it's cool to see. You know, before we wrap up, how they're helping these athletes learn about what it is instead of just being like, oh, name it and like it's cool. Here you go, and then leaving the them and hoping that they don't actually capitalize on the opportunity. Exactly. And I think the big thing is that we want these kids to have the tools, you know, not to set themselves up for not only, you know, while they're in school, but also down the line, you know, when their career, whether or not, if it's with, you know, sports athletics or with it's, you know, well, me and you do like just regular, regular people jobs. And it's just like, that's what we want them to be successful for the rest of their lives, but not them only themselves with their family too. So it's really important. We get, make sure that they understand it. Absolutely. Shout out to the regular people. Gang, gang. <laughs> Whole lot of gang. Right. Get all, <laughs> get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. We hope you guys have a great and safe weekend. Make sure you stay smart and safe out there. Watch those hands, wear your mask if you choose to. If not, you know, make sure you get all the vaccinations you can. I'm advocating for it because at the end of the day, I'm trying to get outside, outside, right? I think we're still tiptoeing. I was in the airport with my mask, double masked up. I'm ready to just breathe free, okay? So that's what I'm here for. Hope you guys have a good one. Until next time. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.